Okay, here we are. I see us now. We're live in the group for the property investor. Okay, thank you for joining me, Kim. Thanks, Owen. Thanks for having me tonight. That's all right. We're here to talk about all the exciting things around um, tax depreciation for property investors. Yes, yes. Thanks One for having me. Favorite subjects. That's what happens when you're the son of an accountant. You get excited over tax. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? Um, so, Kim, first of all, tell me a bit about um, yourself in terms of quantities fee. Who do you owe taxes? And firstly, what is a quantities fee? Yeah. So, Owen, first off, um, the Quantity Surveyor, um, Duotax. We're a actually a national company who uh, have a main focus and our core focus is to help uh, rental property owners, uh, both commercial, residential, prepare what's called a tax depreciation schedule. Um, so the company has a director, Tuan Duong, um, and it was founded uh, seven years ago. So 30th okay. of March, yeah, so 30th of March uh, next month yeah. will be our seventh birthday. You having a big um, party? No, we're just still trying to, you know, keep with all the restrictions going on. So. Come on, yeah. we're allowed to have parties now. <laughs> for now we'll, we'll, uh, yeah <laughs> but um yeah so we're a national company though um so we can so we service australia wide okay um and all, but we've got our head office just here in, in homebush in new south wales um yeah okay and and what is a quantity surveyor oh so a quantity surveyor um is Traditionally, a quantity surveyor is somebody who would work prim primarily with builders or developers, and they basically cost developments or cost uh, projects, construction projects, um, and, and estimates exactly how much these projects are going to cost these developers. So okay. traditionally, they would work hand in hand with the lenders and the developers to make sure that any any um, construction is um, is to budget, and that that way there isn't any you know uh, as as you could imagine any major um, outlays for a development. So that's traditionally what they do or what we do. Um, however, like I said, uh, for ourselves, we would actually cost or, or we would estimate um, residential buildings or, or commercial buildings and how much their value, their building value currently is as well. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's for builders, developers. Yeah. But what about the average everyday mum and dad investor? Yes. So our main, um, I guess, clientele that we have is first-time investors, mum and dad investors, people who are just starting out in the property market or, or the uh, investment property um, stages. So our role as a quantity surveyor for them would technically be someone who would look at the building. So in the, in the world of quantity surveying, we have no, um, I guess, um, connections with market value. So what we do is completely separate and it's completely third party to what a market value is. We would estimate what the value of their building would be. So if like, let's say, Owen, you bought a brand new property, um, how much that brand new property is worth right now? 
Or let's just say you bought an existing property. How much did that existing property actually cost to build when it was built? Like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, mm. um, so forth. Yeah. And so a quantity surveyor like DuoTax, um, a, an investor would employ one to produce a yeah, depreciation report, yeah? That's right, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. And, and, and so why does an investor need a depreciation report? Yeah. So uh, like I said, with our scope of work, we would tell an investor how much their building value is right now. So from there, what they they can do is actually claim the building's loss in value each financial year as another tax deduction that they um, that they claim with their accountant during tax season. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so they give that report to their accountant? Mm-hmm, that's right. And the right. accountant will know what to do with it? Pretty much. To, to be able to allow them to claim further tax deductions on their property? Yes, that's, that's exactly right. Oh, cool, cool. And now... Uh, just to let anyone who is watching us live, and I see we've got a, a few people in there at the moment, um, if you want to ask any questions over the next um, 15, 20 minutes or so while we've got Kim online, uh, please do so because we can get them asked or uh, get them answered, asked and answered uh, while we're online. So I've got my uh, phone set up here. So, so if I'm looking down every so often, it's to see if we've got any questions live. Um, so um, we need a depreciation report as an investor so we can claim those uh, non-cash deductions. And as a quantity surveyor, um, you're the ones that produce that report to be able to give to the accountant. That's correct, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so with the reports we prepare, um, a lot of times the uh, properties that we look at might have had renovations done or there's been a bit of work that's been completed to them by the investor or like if it's brand new um, uh, from the builder so we would actually take the value of not just the building but all of the assets inside the property too and so the report that we prepare would actually value each of those particular assets as well so when you can understand like if you have say um Let's say if you had uh, carpet in your property, the carpet would actually depreciate over an eight-year period. So if the report was not prepared, that carpet that was supposed to be an eight-year depreciable asset will then get depreciated over a 40-year time frame if a report wasn't prepared. So you can think about the cost saving and the cash flow benefit um, a lot of investors do get from the reports because of all the assets that are then um, calculated correctly with the correct effective life uh, applied to them. Right. Okay. So let's use the carpet example. Mm-hmm. If we had, um, I'll get my trusty calculator just so I don't embarrass myself with my math skills at the time. Just say you spent $4,000 on carpet. Yes. Um, and you can depreciate that over an eight-year period. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And it's equally over an eight-year period? Yes, yeah. So, so divide, there, yeah. divide by eight, um, that's $500 a year that you can um, claim 
against your tax, against your income to um, as, a as a deduction? That's correct, yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's just one asset. So you can think about brand new property. There's a multitude of assets installed in one property. So yeah, that's well, let's, well, let's talk about brand new versus um, versus an existing property. Is there a big difference between um, what you would end up getting um, in, in terms of being able to claim uh, on depreciation between a a um, an existing property and a brand new one. Mm. Um, I think Owen, the real um, question that clients need to ask themselves is: Is this a long term investment? Are they okay. going to hold the property for you know many 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 years yeah. <laughs> or decades, or are they intending to hold the property just for several years? And when I mean several years, say seven to fifteen years or so. And then, yeah. flip, or, or if it makes good capital, um, makes good capital growth, that they'll sell it later on. So, um, new properties in the short run do give you very good, do give investors very good deductions. Um, and this is because brand new properties, um, they are eligible to claim depreciation on everything that is within an a building. So, like I mentioned, the carpet. Um, not just a framework and the building itself, but all of those assets that are installed in the property. Um, okay. So it does equal up to, say, about 25% um, increase in, de in depreciation um, over that 15-year period. Whereas, let's say, if you were to buy an existing property, um, if the property was purchased after 2017, uh, eight, uh, budget release date, so the 9th of May 2017, yeah. the ATO has actually said that there is no depreciation eligible for those assets anymore. So right. if a ten, if a, a, a client is looking or an investor is looking at something that is long-term and they still would, you know, um, their, their cash flow isn't going to allow them or their serviceability isn't going to allow them to buy a brand new property, mm. then they still have the option of um, an older style property because those tend to have, you know, um, if it, depending when it's built, still has good depreciation within them because of the structure cost itself, structural cost. Yeah. Um, and potentially some older buildings would have already gone through some major refurbs or major innovations. So, some of the, the surprising ones that I see uh, for existing properties are those uh, federation homes. Right. And, you know, they're beautiful structures. They were built yeah. in back in the 1960s, but most of them have had internal uh, gutted out and it's basically almost brand new in some. Um, and it would have cost a lot for those previous owners to, to, to do so. So, okay. yeah, so depends what you want. Do they want upfront benefits or long-term benefits? <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So in summary a bit from, from that, um, in general, mm. um, brand-new properties will give you in the short term 25% more in the depreciation benefits. That's correct, yeah. Okay. That's correct, yeah. And but... Um, there is also if a property is older than is is um, uh, if it's purchased if it's, before May 9, 2017. Uh, if it's purchased after 9th of May 2017, yeah, um, then 
investors and it, are eligible. And it's not a brand new property? Uh, yeah, and it's not a brand new property. Investors are eligible only to claim the depreciation of the structures itself. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, but if they've purchased it before then and they haven't already got a, a depreciation report, then they could still end up being able to claim a lot. Yes. So ah. if they purchased the property before 2017 and it was always a rental property before that date as well, yeah. um, and, you know, just because, the, you know, it's what's really sad is that some uh, investors don't have the right advice given to them. So they might have, you know, poor, poor accountants or if they've been doing their own taxes and they're not familiar with the uh, uh, tax rulings about investment properties and haven't been claiming tax depreciation, their property is what's called grandfathered. So all those changes with legislation is basically um, not uh, applicable for them. They're, they're, right. they're exempted from it. Yeah. Okay. All right, so it's something good that we should um, maybe go back to all of our clients who have got who have owned properties for for those five or so years or more. Oh yes, definitely, that's right. Um, all right, but but if someone does buy a existing property now and but it's had renovations done to it at some stage, mm-hmm. um, then and so there are you know. Uh, uh, newer things done to it, then there there is the possibility of getting some decent pre- depreciation. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Yeah, I see a lot of value with, especially some properties go through extensions. Yep. And extensions alone, you know, can start from fifty thousand all the way up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, depending on the scope. Yeah, of, work. of course. So yeah, yeah, and that uh, doesn't. Yeah. All right, and. and it's so putting new aside because that's fairly sort of clean cut. You know, if you buy a brand new property, you'll be able to get maximum tax benefits for as long as you hold it. Hmm. Um, and we, in terms of depreciation. Um, and but if some if a, if someone's out there looking now and they don't want to buy something that's brand new or they they haven't got the opportunity to, uh, and they're looking at an older property. Hmm. Um, what should they, and they want to try and get the benefit of some depreciation benefits, um, what should they be looking for in that property before they buy it? Yeah, so um, some properties, especially the existing ones like I mentioned, they've had quite a bit of um, improvements that's been done to it. So um, some things that we do see, uh, and that is quite common as well, is, uh, ex- like I said, extensions. So this could be extensions outwards where they've extended the house um, to, to have an extra room or maybe extended to have another, you know, uh, studio out back for, you know, mm. teenage rooms as a bathroom. Maybe there might be a kitchenette there. Yeah. Um, so extensions are quite a, a, a good thing to look out for um, or extensions upwards where they've built a second story. And does it matter? Um, when it was done it actually if the properties um renovations or extensions were done before 1992 um that gets all claimed within depreciation that can get claimed then before 92 uh, after sorry after oh, sorry. 1992 uh, uh, yeah after 1992 <laughs> after right. 1992 yeah yeah okay um, so that's so, a fairly wide gap yeah 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 
So like you can imagine, you know, a 1960s home, uh, one story, uh, yeah. someone purchased it and then the kids have actually grown up, they need a bit more room yeah. and then they put up on the second story to the property. Um, you know, and, and they completely it, renovate downstairs and yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, that, that resets the appreciation. And I suppose the same goes for anyone that um, buys an older house that might be original condition that's had nothing done to it, so like the old uh, Federation style, and then they renovate it themselves. Mm-hmm. They'll be able to claim get a depreciation report after they're completed. Yes. So there is a ruling um, or an exemption with that uh, 2017 ruling. So the ATO does say if uh, an investor uh, such as yourself or myself, Owen, buys a federation home, it's pretty, you know. Not just a federation home, any home. Not just just any (laughs) any home. Um, And and doesn't matter the age of the property. If they actually substantially renovate the property, um, depreciation gets reset from the date the renovations were done. So the report itself will last the full 40 years too, um, and the depreciation rates will reset from that date for another 40 years onwards. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's, um, that's fairly good news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it does help those who, like I said, can't you know justify paying that exuberant amount that Sydney rental market estate is. So they may purchase something a little bit older and and do it up and um, and save that that money. Uh, in All business. right. So so it sounds like if you if you are buying a pre existing property um, and there have been some renovations or you do some yourself, it's not so bad. Except for if you you might not be able to claim depreciation on the building component. Is is that the only thing that's left out? Yeah, so if the property is really old, like if it was built back in the 1960s, the original structure uh, won't be eligible for depreciation. Um, But what if it was built in 95? Oh, yeah. Anything that was built after 1987 is eligible for depreciation on its original structure itself. So that's... Even if it's a pre-existing property that you've bought since May 9, 2017? Yeah. Existing, uh, even if you bought okay. it after 2017, you can uh, investors are still eligible to claim depreciation on the original structure. And then, Owen, if there was improvements done to it during its lifetime, that's yes. the added bonus on top as well. Okay, all right. Well, that's pretty good news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, what exactly were, were the things that were taken out in 2017? The only thing that was taken out is depreciation on fixtures and fittings. Right. Um, so not the building component. It was just the fixtures and fittings. Yes, just the fixtures and fittings. And that is only applicable uh, for the rental property uh, investors. So yeah. anyone that has commercial properties, uh, that rule still doesn't apply to the metal. Yeah, I know. What was with that? Who yeah. Some backroom deal done there, I think. <laughs> Probably. Um, well, that, that's, uh, yeah, that, that, that answers a lot of the questions that myself and a lot of our clients have had about, you know, it, it's all a bit blurry. So very much appreciate that. Um, now, I, I wanted to use this opportunity tonight as well to launch um, our, our new pre-purchase um, 
property uh, report um, that we're about to launch. So it's for anyone who's looking to um, invest in a, um, an investment property. Um, we've got this um, pre-purchase investment report and it's, um, I'm pretty excited about it because what it will give us the opportunity to, to do is provide a rating to people. So it's an investment rating report for the property investor before they buy. And we take into account five different factors to be able to come up with a rating out of 100. Now, it includes everything from you know, potential capital growth, uh, rental yield, and so we really combine all of those things to come out, come up with um, one single rating, and that'll give um, potential buyers a good idea to them before they buy whether it should be a good, bad, or indifferent property. And of course, they can give us a call and um, have a discussion with it if they have any questions. Now, uh, along with that, there's one major thing missing when they do now they can order unlimited because it is free we do it for free um, and as a way of providing some uh, added value to our clients and potential clients um, but once they've found the one and they end up buying it there's one thing missing that they need which is the depreciation report from a quantity surveyor so, Kim, how, how does someone go about ordering one? Yes, they can contact me as well and um, get in touch. But what, what's involved? What, what do they need to provide? And besides contacting me or Duotax directly, what do they need to provide to a quantity surveyor to get the report? Yes, so uh, we are quite streamlined with our approach, Owen. So, basically, all we need is... Um, for them to give us a call, uh, email or reach out to us over our web channels. Um, as long as they have a property address and um, they can provide, you know, uh, some purchase details, like when it was settled, <laughs> the, the lease, uh, when it was settled and if they are the investor and they're completed some renovations to it, yep. then the cost of renovations there. That's pretty much all we need from people to, just to get started. Okay. Um, yeah, and then we can assess, assess and see if it's uh, if there's depreciation and provide a guarantee as well, minimum guarantee on what their claims could potentially be. Okay, all right. And, um, and how long does, does it take to get it back? Yes, so from the time of commitment uh, to organise a schedule, uh, our turnaround time is about five to ten business days. So, Because someone needs to go out and then actually inspect the property, yeah? Yeah, that's right, yeah. So we'll liaise with, you know, the property managers and the tenants uh, to yeah. gain access and then arrange from there. Fantastic. Well, it's, um, again, thanks for coming on this evening, Kim. Um, it's um, if we get any questions um, afterwards, I'll, I'll um, and, and I can't answer them, or they haven't been able to be answered here, then I'll, I'll pass them on to you um, to get them answered. But uh, yes, for everyone else, we will be um, uh, posting in the group here details about this um, uh, investment rating report for the property investor. Um, and how you can get access to it. We'll be pro 
providing a link and all we need is details about the property. There's a form to fill out and it's something we provide free. We'll be able to get it back to you within about 48 hours and um, it'll just provide a, a good idea of whether we think as property managers this potential purchase of yours is going to be a good investment or not. So I'm excited about that. And, of course, the more people who are buying, the more people we can send through to you, Kim, to get uh, that depreciation report. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. Well, well, thank you for that. And we will um, talk soon. And um, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me on. All right. See ya.